Welcome to the Christian Coach Podcast. Our mission is to serve coaches through conversations so they can lead like Jesus. I am Chad Simpson. I'm joined by my co-host, Jim Good. How are you, Chad? What's up, Jim? Hey, let's just uh, start off here. How did how did your family decide to decide to name your children, man? Well, yeah, I'm laughing because uh, as Logan shared, man, he named his daughter Crosby. And I'm originally from the Pittsburgh area. And I said, what a wife to kind of uh, agree to that. So my wife and I, we have four kids. They're all named with the letter J. So Jimmy, Jack, Jennifer, and Julia. And I tried to get my wife to name one of our sons, Jordan Michael. But she was not biting for it, Chad. She did not go for that, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's always fun uh, to be able to pick a name. And ours, we got three kids and we did alliteration. So we got Josiah J. Abigail Ann and then Stephen Scott and uh, nice. yeah, some family tie-ins there. But yeah, I, I had to laugh there uh, to get to name it Crosby. And um, but yeah, we just uh, we're excited about this episode. High school football, it's football season right now. NFL is going college football upsets everywhere. And today we have an outstanding high school Christian coach. We got Logan Simmons from Texas High School Football. He's a position coach uh, down in Texas at Little River Academy High School. Um, and he's just doing great things from the Lord. But uh, Jim, do you got anything uh, to highlight on this one? Yeah, I thought you asked a great question, Chad, about you know what what's different for you as a Christian coach. And then Logan just goes into some of the things that he tries to emphasize. So I'd say lock in on that whenever you hear Chad, uh, you ask that question about what's being different. And then also I enjoyed him opening up when he was sharing about the possibility of being a lawyer and, and going that route. And then he kind of saw the the need and felt the calling uh, of God in his life um, for these young men with, you know, being a father figure. And so uh, I remember just, uh, you know, tuning into that. For sure. There's uh, and there's so much more. We just can't wait to get into this one. So we're just gonna get into it right now. Coach Logan Simmons, it's so good to have you on the on the Christian Coach Podcast. We are uh, just super super passionate uh, to hear the the heart and the story behind the coach. And I know you're doing uh, amazing things there in Texas. Um, as you know, we just like to get right into it. So just Logan, what does it mean to you to be a Christian coach? Yeah, I appreciate you having me. I've, I've been following what you are doing, and it is awesome and incredible. Um, to me, it's it's who you are. You know, it's it's Christian coach for a reason. Um, it, it's I'm a Christian who just happens to coach. You know, it wouldn't matter if I'm, you know, uh, doing doing something else. If I'm mowing lawns or cutting trees or whatever it may be, that Christian part's got to be first. Um, it's kind of on a, uh, on a smaller scale, we tell our student athletes, you're a student athlete first. You're a student athlete, you're a student, student first, right? It doesn't matter that you're the athlete. That's the most important part is the student aspect for your future. Well, it's kind of the same thing with, with being a Christian coach is I'm a Christian first, no matter what. You know, it's not called Coach Christian. Um, it's Christian because that part, Christ, has to be first, and it's who you are. It's what your identity has to be in. Um, so that's just, to me, kind of – um, doesn't matter what your occupation is, is, uh, I'm going to be a Christ follower, um, no matter what it is. That's really good. And I, I totally agree that, uh, if we have them side by side, um, you know, the, the coach, the winning, uh, the, these things will rise above our, our integrity and our witness. 
uh, to the Lord. So, so super essential to just keep, keep Christ, uh, above all. Um, but man, I've, I've never been to Texas. I need to get a road trip and, and head to Texas. I've seen Friday night lights, the movie back in the day. And so that's the closest I've ever been to high school, Texas football. Um, uh, but that's your world. And so just curious, can you just paint a picture? Like, tell us a little bit, uh, deeper, like what's it really like being involved in Texas high school football? Yeah, it's uh, it's huge. It's very unique um, from what I've heard from other states. Um, I believe we're one of the only, if not the only state that uh, to be a coach, you have to be a teacher. So you're in the public school setting, you're in the classroom, um, whatever it may be, um, teaching or like an inclusion teacher. Uh, so you're getting to see these kids all day, every day. You know, you spend more time with them than your own kids. You spend more time with them than probably their own parents get to because we're, you know, up there, you know, six, seven, eight in the morning till, you know, four, five, six, seven at night. Um, so we're spending the majority of the time around those kids. It's not like we have a, a full-time job that we are away from them and then come up. So um, it's kind of nice getting to really put your hands on those kids and pour into them, um, you know, all day, cause you're going to have your athletes in class. You're going to, you know, you're going to see them in the hallways. You're going to get them during an athletic period, um, which is huge to be able to pour into them and just kind of build those relationships and um, ensure that you're growing them in the way that they need to be grown. And um, it's, it's very unique. It's huge. It's a uh, man. When Friday night lights comes, it's everybody turn out the lights. Let's go. It's, you know, it's a big show down at the stadium. Um, you know, it doesn't matter home or away games, the majority of the state, it is the majority of the community there. Um, everybody wearing their colors and, and rocking loud. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. It'd be fun to, to go to one of those uh, big high school stadiums. I say it's kind of like small, small college football uh, down there, but um, man, just thinking through just your opportunity as a teacher and a coach being in the schools uh, throughout all that time. Is there anything um, that you can think of in regards to just impacting the students. Like obviously people show up on Friday night, they see, they see the coach down there, but, um, just in some of the behind the scenes, as you are trying to build relationships, build trust, you know, impact these young, young men for Christ. Is there anything that, that you're doing, uh, in the hallway or, or, you know, before, or after practice that's kind of giving you this chance to build the relationship, uh, with your players? Yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll do some team building stuff. Uh, I know at previous schools and, and looking at the school I'm going into, uh, starting FCA, uh, really inviting those kids and trying to get them involved, uh, trying to, you know, develop their leadership, but also, you know, direct them to to Jesus if they don't know him or, or to deepen that relationship. Um, you know, like in my classrooms, I'll write, uh, you know, Bible verses on the board or some kind of ins inspiring quote that uh, just trying to kind of, get them talking a little bit and maybe, um, you know, get them to ask some questions or uh, maybe just seeing them in the hallway and ask them how they're doing, you know, just check on them that way. And, and uh, getting to be around them like that, you're able to, to know the kid and understand if they're having a bad day or if something's off with them. Um, and that, that'll allow you the opportunity to dig a little deeper, um, you know, if that may be the case. So that's awesome. That's awesome. That, that quote, just, they don't care how much, you know, until they know how much you care. And exactly, um, I love, I love that. Um, and just thinking through, um, just looking at, at the bio and, and the places that you've coached, um, 
what's what's it been like for you just uh just jumped on linkedin to see you know you're here for for about a year here for about a year here for about a year there's been been a few jumps and and movement um with with the coaching but has that been easy for you to kind of gather up and move from school to school or has that been a little more challenging for you uh it's kind of mixed emotions you know um you you build such a relationship with the kids and the coaches and community uh that it really is hard to leave um i've been fortunate enough to you know receive some calls over the years that um, I've felt like have been good opportunities, whether it's, uh, you know, career wise or family wise. Um, and there's been some really, really tough decisions in those. Um, but you know, it's, it's kind of depends on the situation. You know, we've got to live in some great places. We've got to come back home and I've got to, you know, go from being a position coach to a coordinator back to a position coach, um, I guess twice now. So it's kind of getting to, just see all these different communities, how different schools are ran, how different programs are ran. Um, There's some good and some bad with it. Obviously you wish you could stay a little bit longer and really just continue to, to pour into those kids and, you know, they become family, you know, they are. And, and, um, you know, there's been a few places that it's been really hard to leave because the whole district, the whole community has felt like a family um, and it always will. Um, but at the same time, you know, uh, I feel like God has called us to some other places, um, over my career and, and it's as tough as it is, you know, it was something we had to do and, um, you know, it's brought me to where I am now. So, um, I'm very thankful for that part. And what is the kind of the re- recruiting process with coach? Just, just again, I, I'm, I'm not on Twitter too, too much, but uh, just when I am, I see a lot of um, just announcements, like these big, beautiful banners of the, the high school football coaches in Texas just announced like, hey, I'm going here. Oh, I'm going there. But um, what's what's it kind of like for for coaches to be be moving, trying to climb? Uh, what's the purpose behind a, a lot of that? Yeah. Yeah. Twitter's big, man. It's, it's a big, uh, big for networking, especially for, you know, for football. It's where a lot of that's where a lot of college recruiting stuff's done nowadays too. Everything's just kind of going through that. Um, you know, I got a buddy that buddy Hill C does all those Twitter banners and he's really good at them. So uh, everybody reaches out to him for them, but uh, you know, everybody's just, it's, it's exciting to be able to network with people and you start building those connections and they kind of see who you are a little bit through that, um, that if they have an opening, you know, they, um, they think of you or they think you might be, you know, a good fit there and they'll reach out and, you know, you kind of get some things going from there. Um, that's, that's actually where a lot of my stuff has came from is from Twitter. It's just interacting with people through there. And then, uh, you know, something pops open and they, they reach out. Um, so it's just, it's a big platform being used and, you know, there, there's always coaches on the move, you know, going here, going there. There's people that are, you know, wanting to come into Texas. There's college kids that are graduating, wanting to get into it. Um, so, you know, it's, it's kind of a big deal um, when you have openings to kind of kind of go there because everybody's on it and everybody sees it. And it's just kind of your best, uh, I guess, rec- recruiting tool, networking tool for coaches. Yeah, it's, it's so good. And um, and it's just with the, the good and the bad and, and the ugly type of thing on. Uh, is it is it easy for you to to navigate just uh, the challenges of social media? Um, have you ever struggled with, oh man, I'm spending too much time on this? Or do you feel like you have a pretty healthy, healthy balance, healthy relationship with, with social media? 
Oh, I, I definitely have my times where I uh, I feel like I'm like, okay, I'm on this way too much. Um, but, you know, I, tr- I try to do a good job doing other things, you know, having kids, um, I try to spend a little more time. It doesn't always happen, but I try to spend more time with them than, than scrolling through that. Um, but, you know, like I said, it, it's a good tool, and, and I, just, I just try to monitor it the best I can and, um, you know, still, still interact with people on there and grow and network and see what other people are doing. But at the same time, try to do where my feet are and be, be present where I'm at. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. There's definitely been so much good. I mean, even you and I had to connect on there and to be able to come and, and, uh, and have this conversation. So there's so much good, but I think we also have to always keep our guard up that, uh, you know, there's, um, you know, evil things that are on there, sinful things absolutely. that are on there. Absolutely. And, uh, and for sure the time sucker too, where it's like, man, put the phone down and go, go wrestle with, with my kids. Um, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but man, I, as I was just doing, doing some research on you, uh, just seeing you, you big time, uh, high school football coach, just surprising to see, uh, the hockey background there in Texas, but what, uh, what's going on? How, how did you get involved playing hockey and just to play hockey for Texas state? What was, what was that like? Oh, it's, uh, it's special. Um, so I, I've been playing since I was three. Uh, there was a rink here in Belton at the, at the Bell County Expo Center that we had a pro team uh, or semi-pro team and then had a couple junior teams. So um, we had some youth leagues and travel leagues that I got to play in and then just got to really know everybody in those organizations, all the players and coaches and, and uh, staff. And um, I just kind of got involved with it that way. Uh, when I was in eighth grade, uh, there was a junior team that um, my mom was uh, – kind of the office of administrator for uh, kind of like general manager. And then I was actually the stick boy. So I got to go out there and, um, you know, get to be up close with them, but also kind of practice with them every once in a while uh, when I wasn't playing my own team. And um, I just had a love for it. And then uh, when I got to Texas State and they, they had a team, I got to play for a year. And uh, it was just a good time to be able to get back into it and, and compete. Uh, and something physical and um, it's just man it's, I can't say enough about it it was a great time great experience and I don't get to play as much as I, I would like to anymore I'll play some men's leagues during the summer but um, that's kind of where it's at my, my daughter or our oldest daughter is named Crosby after Sidney Crosby um, so he's my favorite hockey player so my wife uh, let us let us name our daughter after him so that was pretty cool so that's awesome. Generous, generous wife to give up, uh, give up the, the name for the athlete. Um, and so that's awesome. And, and so then you're just saying uh, that you were considering uh, becoming a, a lawyer and um, and then just ha- had this pivot and to get into coaching and, and enter into the ministry of coaching. I really feel like we're, we're called to coach and that's what's going to sustain you because the coaching grind is just so hard. Long hours, uh, not not many thanks. Um, you know, work, working with young people, the ups and the downs that, that comes with that. And um, just as you think about the coach that you are um, and, and obviously with the Christian faith, what's what's different about Coach Logan Simmons? Because he's a Christ follower. Um, how, what's that look like in your in your coaching? Yeah, I just, uh, you know, I, I just try to love these kids the way that um, you know, the way that Jesus loves us, you know, have that unconditional love and kind of have that, that transformational relationship, not transactional, you know, really trying to transform these kids and, and not, uh, 
you know, what can you do for me? Um, you know, a relationship. And uh, I say, you know, it's not perfect. You know, I'm still growing in every area, um, but that's kind of, kind of what I want to be and, and where I'm trying to get to is, you know, just really be transformational. Like, you know, really encourage these kids and coach them hard, but love them harder. Um, and, and not, you know, pushing kids to the side because of their ability or because, you know, whatever it may be. And really just trying to be that person that they need. You know, the reason I got into this, I didn't have a father growing up uh, in my life. And uh, so I had, you know, my grandpa and then a, a neighbor across the street um, and then my coaches in school. And, um, you know, you see that and then you see all these other um you know, these coaches that are these father figures and have helped out so many people, you know, across the country. And that's something that I wanted to do. I feel is lacking nowadays um, with, with fatherless homes is people need a, a father figure and um, a male role, role model that can lead them the right way. And that's kind of what I wanted to be for them. And is why I decided not to go to law school and um, decided to be like, no, this is what I really need to do. This is, you know, what is going to be most impactful and, um, it's going to make that, you know, eternal and generational uh, wealth, if you will. Mm, and powerful. Um, just a, a Bible verse that really impacted me as I began coaching was just perfect love cast out fear. Uh, you know, I, I played under uh, too much fear for a lot of my career. And I just, I didn't play very good when I was, you know, playing in fear of what, what my coach think or what my parent think. And, um, I'm just curious, just for you, as as you said, that you just really want to love these kids and and be that father figure for them. How do you how do you show love to them uh, within the context of football when when they're trying to just cream cream one another, you know, when they're on the field? But when you um, get off the, the field with them, like how, how are you able to show them love? Yeah, I think, you know, is, is something you can do is, you know, put your arm around them and tell them, you know, tell them good job. You know, you're you're trying to create this team bond um, that, you know, that you love that person next to you. That you're going to go out and do everything you can for them, mm. you know, and I think the teams that that really genuinely love each other um, are going to be the most successful, um, not only on the field, with you know, with championships, things like that, but off the field as well, because it's going to change everything about them. They're going to create this bond and these relationships that last forever. Um, so really just trying to teach them that, that, um, every time you go out there, you're, you know, you're competing and, and everybody now in these days wants to be the star. I get it. But, um, you know, you gotta sometimes sacrifice yourself for the person next to you and, and showing that sacrificial love. Um, and then, you know, if, if they do a good job, man, give them a high five, you know, if they make a mistake, you know, correct it, but put your arm around them, tell them you love them and just try to encourage them the best way that you can, um, and really just, you know, kind of build them up. Um, don't let their highs get too highs. Don't let their lows get too lows and just uh, really love them and, and uh, you know, hug on them and, and just build those relationships. Mm. So good. I just love talking about the the physical touch uh, with them and, and the words, the words of encouragement and, and affirming them as a, as a young man. And, and even just like you said, trying to build that team brother brotherhood, that team bond, um, it's just something super, you know, we're, we're definitely lacking the ability to, to share our emotions as men. And I know I'm, I'm not very good at it, um, working on it, but, um, one, one thing I've seen within 
football staffs uh, is just uh, even like that team unity within the staff of offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, you know, who's one, one, one team's putting up points, one team's not stopping on the other side, but just within, within your staff, how do you, how do you try to build that team, team unity, team brotherhood between offense and defense, between assistant coaches, supporting head coaches, all those different dynamics. Yeah. Um, you know, there's something we did at a, at a school um, a few years ago is, is we were a big school and we were split with an offensive defensive staff and uh, we would go up there and we'd play on Sundays and play basketball. You know, we'd play like an offense versus defensive basketball game and, and uh, not so much as, Oh yeah, we're going to beat you guys, but as a, Hey, let's, you know, let's kind of build this camaraderie. Um, you know, so that's one way is kind of doing some, you know, some activities like that. Uh, you know, there's other places we'll go, we'll go play golf and, um, you know, kind of get to know each other that way. And, and um, you know, at the end of the day, it's not about, you know, offense, defense, special teams. It's about the team, you know. Um, you know, that they got to complement each other. But at the end of the day, all that matters is, is the team. And uh, we're one big family at the end of the day, um, no matter what happens, you know. We're, we're going to treat each other that way and love each other that way. And, um again and continue to get better and, and help each other out and, and just know that you know it's not about one unit or, or one coach it's about all of us so good Logan I love your your perspective uh your, your humility um and just for you to pour out this love uh into your players and and building unity uh within your community within your staff uh even within your home um just curious are there any any uh you know, spiritual disciplines or, or routines that, that really help you to stay strong in, in your faith? Yeah, I don't, uh, you know, do the best I can to follow. Um, you know, right now I'm going through uh, every night after I put the kids to bed, I'm, I'm going through the, uh, the book At the Table with Jesus. It's a 66 day devotional. And uh, man, that thing right there is awesome. You know, it, uh, um, you know, there's, there's just so many good key points in there that, you know, um, that we know, but, you know, you read them and it kind of hits you and you're like, man, like, that's really good. And, you know, and it, it kind of helps you to uh, change your perspective um, a little bit. And then, um, you know, my wife and I, when we can at, at night, once we put the kids to bed, um, we try to read through a chapter of the Bible together and, and discuss it and, and so not only are we feeding ourselves, but we're, you know, we're kind of feeding each other and, and leading that way. And, you know, we, we pray before meals. That's another big one that we're, we're trying to do what we can to keep, you know, Christ at the center of our lives, but also our marriage and our parenting. And then, um, you know, try to pray with our, our oldest before she goes to bed, even though she doesn't know much what's going on. She's only two and a half, but, uh, you know, I've gotten to where I'll, I'll hold her hand and I'm like, all right, we're going to pray and we'll pray. And now she, you know, I'm laying in bed and she puts her hand up. So it's pretty cool to, um, to do that. But that's just a couple of things that, um, you know, that we do that, uh, you know, when the days get busy, things like that, just finding those little moments that we can spend time uh, individually with God and then also together. Awesome. That's so good. And, just uh, this has been uh, so good. I, I loved hearing your heart and some of the things that you get to do there in Texas. Uh, what a what an amazing ministry that you have as a, as a coach uh, there where, where Texas football, I know that is idolized and, and worshipped uh, above so much. And uh, is there anything I know you're gearing up for the 
for the season right now that is there anything that we can uh, be praying for you or your family on uh yeah i think a couple things you know i think one is is you know is, uh becoming the man that you know god's calling me to be you know i feel like god's calling all of us to be um you know to what he's wanting us to do and i just pray that i would do that and then uh you know kind of personally is is raise some god honoring god fearing kids um a world that seems you know so divisive and and hateful you know and making the world the standard you know we want to we want to raise kids that um know that the standard comes from god and, and lives up to that um and then professionally just being who the kids need me to be you know who, who whoever that may be that the kids need help me to kind of um show that love and and you know show jesus to them but be that person that they need mm, that's so good and and i was just thinking before before i pray like um, when I was an athlete, the, the preparation that I had for the battle, you know, like the mm -hmm. night before, what am I doing to get ready? Um, you know, what am I eating? Uh, what time am I waking up? Because like, man, I just, I'm ready to go perform for this battle. I want to put on the line for coach, you know, and what a, what a, a spiritual battle, um, that we have before us and, and raising, raising, uh, God honoring kids and, uh, representing Christ and in, in the sports world, like um, just being a little convicted on like, how am I preparing myself for those battles? You know, I, I probably had more, more focus and intentionality in in one small tennis match, you know, then, yeah. then uh, souls are at stake, you know? And so I know we, we need, we need God's help. And, and so we lean to him in, in prayer. So let's just pray to him and ask him for help uh, in this. Yep. Lord. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much just for, for the gospel. Thank you so much for, for sending Jesus uh, to take our place on the cross. And thank you for forgiving us and, and coming in our lives and filling us. Um, not, not just so that we can uh, feel good or, or, or have uh, eternity coming, but so that we can uh, be on fire for you to take the message of, of the gospel out uh, to wherever you call us. And I just pray right now for Logan, for these things that he mentioned, God, just that you would call him and, and shape him and uh, mold him into the man that you want him to be. Uh, we praise you for the work that you've done in his life and how you've already used him. And, and we're excited to see how you continue to use him. And uh, just for this uh, huge job of parenting, pray that you would hope, help Logan and, and his wife, Sarah, and um, just raising up these three uh, precious little girls and God, that they would love you. Uh, know your word and just follow you all the days of their lives. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. A great conversation with Logan. Um, boy, I thought it was unique as, uh, you know, to be a coach out there in Texas. He was emphasizing, you know, being a teacher as well and the importance of just seeing your kids and your athletes throughout the day in the hallway and you know, putting your arm around them, the power of touch and loving them. And I know uh, in my experience as a, you know, Christian school teacher and athletic director and a coach, being able to see my kids in chapel, being able to see my kids in the lunchroom, um, being able to even, you know, walk by through a break. Uh, I know for me, Chad was just, just huge in developing that relationship, that connection, rather than just maybe, you know, the two hours I saw them on the court. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I loved uh, I loved what he said about just even 
uh, putting his arm around his players, like uh, yeah. just the ways, you know, that's one of the reasons we want to start this podcast was just to try to, you know, share, share ideas, things that we're doing, things that work well and how to, you know, represent Christ in the, in the world through sports and how to show your players, you know, uh, that transformational versus transactional thing on what does it look like for a transformational coach? And, you know, sometimes it is just putting your arm around a kid and asking them how you're doing in the hallway. Uh, yeah, we really, we really, uh, loved loved this episode uh thankful for logan taking his time to come and share with us um and yeah if uh, for you coach if you're listening if you can uh, rate or review uh, that's so helpful for us uh share by social media um we're, we're really uh, blessed and honored to get to do this and, and we're enjoying the journey uh glad that jim can jump in with mm -hmm. us and when we still got gian on the back end uh doing the editing yeah. if you ever make mistakes so we uh we appreciate gian <laughs> being a part of the team too and Hey, coach, just remember, uh, as we leave, wherever you're at, driving on the commute, um, getting home, heading into the office, um, just remember, coach, that the mission field is right where you're at.